What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week of the Swing the Twig podcast. I'm Tommy Franks, and everybody is here today as we had promised. It is a Tuesday. If you want to email this podcast and reach out to us, it is swingthetwig at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to reach out to us. Again, everyone's here. Dom's in studio with me. What's happening, guys? Hey, howdy, hey. Good day. Good day. Beautiful day out, too. Got to say, uh, 60 or so games in the baseball. Crazy. A third of the way through. Exactly. I, exactly, man. Um, all right. So let's get right to it, guys. Chicago, the White Sox are not looking too good. Trey Turner gets intentionally walked on the one-two count. Muncie gets a home run. All Tony La is doing. They're blowing leads left and right. The White Sox are struggling in the division. They should be winning. Um, what do we make about the White Sox right now? Will they fire Tony La Russa? Do you guys think they're going to consider that in the middle of the season? 100%. It's going to happen. Look, um, when it came down to it, this whole La Russa controversy happened last year, early last season, with the whole Yerman Mercedes swinging on the 3-0, but mm-hmm. he told him not to swing, and he did. That's where I actually agree with La Russa, where a lot of people didn't. It's yeah. like, oh, let the players play. But it's I like, didn't. Eh, you got a little manager has some say in that. Well, um, yeah. But I get it if a guy's pitching, like, and it's a blowout. But at the same time, you listen to that. Uh, but Larusa, I always thought was too old for the game now, and I would not. I would be shocked if he wasn't out within a two-week max span, just like Girardi recently in uh, in Madden. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think this White Sox team—they're not doing well, especially in a division that really is a cakewalk. Um, I was on their bandwagon last year, but that fell off when they played the Astros. I was like, all right, now they actually have competition. They're not. They're going to be this good roster that's never going to get anywhere. Exactly. Jeff uh, or Anthony, what do you guys make of the White Sox at the moment? They're – oh, sorry. Uh, they're abysmal, really. That That's the only way to describe it. You know, and I, I, I think we're going to get to this a little bit later, but – you know, the Twins are ahead of them by six games right now as we speak. The Guardians are ahead of them by two and a half games right now. You know, they've managed to take second place and claw their way into this divisional race here in the early going. So the White Sox, you know, you can scream injuries all you want, you know, but at the end of the day, this team is severely underperforming. It This is their division to lose, and they are losing it in a horrific way right now oh absolutely anthony you have any thoughts on it uh i mean it, it's kind of sad i mean you know jeff jeff just said it like they were the they were the heaviest favorite i think out of everybody going to the season regarding winning their division you know you at least at least in every other division you had maybe like one or two teams that could win it the al central was kind of it was like the white Sox, and then it was you know no one else thought the twins would do it um, so I'm just watching the Yankee game, and they scored. It's now one nothing, or or now it's two nothing. Well, let's go. Anyway, um, yeah, it was it was there to lose. And look, there's some chemistry issues. Tony Russo, we've said this before many times on the show. He is not a manager that should be managing right now. I've said it before. He should have retired after he won the championship with St. Louis. His legacy wouldn't be tarnished because unfortunately now it is with you know his stint here. And also, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was a scuffle in the dugout. Over the weekend between Lance Lynn and one of the coaches, I don't know what was said, but yes. that's something that you don't want to see um, from your, you know, from a coach and a, and a player and then a player that's you know supposed to be really important to your rotation. You know, Lance Lynn was a big piece um, for them when they got him in a trade versus Texas, and you know he's panned out to be really a vital asset. And you know when there's that scuffle, it doesn't help them. So 
you know, it's just sad to kind of see them be on this downfall because they're playing under 500. And I think Tim Anderson has some sort of cheating scandal going on right now. So all in all, it's not it's not going well for the, for the uh, for the White Sox. Oh, poor Jackie, poor Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, it's a tough scene, you know. It's, it's you hate to see it, but you know, I I can't complain. Overall, right. as a Yankee fan, and what they what they well now with the suspension holding up on Donaldson, I, I um, I I can't be, I can't say I'm unhappy about the White Sox struggling right now. I think they kind of deserve it. But it is June, it is plenty of time. There is about what three three and a half months or so, four months almost. Um, so there is plenty of time for them to bring it back. But yeah, guys, not looking good. Um, overall, guys, let's get right to the Yankees. Before we do that, Anthony was there on Sunday at Yankee Stadium. Um, he had an incredible experience. This is why we go to him. He was in the Legend Suites, which cost about $950 to $1,000. Um, I haven't even sat there yet, and I've, and I've, and I've sat all over Yankee Stadium. Um, Anthony got to experience that unbelievable um, you know, view. Anthony, what, sum it up. What would you make of it? Uh, so, yeah, so, so kind of first of all, we kind of – we got there on time, but you know when you have those private seats, you kind of, like at least for me, like I wanted to get there early, but you know when you're going with your buddies, there's always one guy that's gonna be late. So one of our friends, you know, showed up late because we were we were me and him were both at the beach, and I talked to him that side. I'm like, yo, like you're gonna be back in time. He's like, oh yeah, I'll wake up early, and obviously he didn't. So we had some traffic on the way. We didn't get in until like maybe like 12:30, um, but we got in and. It's like all you can eat food, like anything that you could want or possibly have is yep. there and it's all free besides alcoholic drinks. So there's, we had some prime rib, there was some lobster tail, there was sushi, you know, really good sliders and hot dogs, bomb dessert. I had like maybe like four cookies or three cookies, chocolate chip cookies, so good. Ben and Jerry's <laughs> ice cream was down there. They had snacks right before you went to your seat where you could just kind of grab and go. Um, when you're walking into your seat, they have like coolers. So if you wanted soda, just grab it, water, grab it. Um, and you know, they're nice, like, and like the seats, Tommy, that are like, obviously the view's different, but like the seat cushion, they're the same as where we sat for opening day. So that's not a real mm-hmm. yeah. um, difference, but, but, but the view, but the view was awesome. Um, and then going to like kind of what kind of happened in the game, obviously when you're that close, you know, you can get kind of the foul balls and everything like that because players throw them. Well, we'll throw them up, and um, so throughout most of the game, they were throwing them to like towards the dugout, so like over the dugout, um, either there or they would throw them kind of to the outfield. Um, but in the sixth inning, there was a line out to Judge. Judge Cotty was running in, and everyone's like, you know, Judge, throw me the ball. Like everyone's like kind of screaming, and my two friends were standing up, and they were they had to go to the bathroom, so I stood up. Judge kind of like he's running towards like our section, lobs it up in the air. I'm in row four, so he lobs it up in the air. The ball's going flying back. My one friend's in front of me. I kind of pushed him back, backhanded my arm and caught it on the fly and barehanded it one hand and I caught it. My friend's like, Did you just catch that? I'm like, Yeah. And then there were some little kids right 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 next to me. They're like, Can we have they're like, Can we have it? Not like not saying please or whatever. Can we have it? Like demanding me that demanding me that I give them this baseball, right? And, and you know how Ooh. you know and you know how um, you know people always give it to the little kids and parents are like you know give it to the kids. But yeah. mind you, this sure. was a group. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a couple of things. One, these were this was a these group of kids got a ball from Garrett Cole and he waved to them before the game. Tommy, you would have been jealous. 
Um, and two, they were sitting <laughs> in. Uh, That's awesome. So they were, and so, and when, hang on, this is where I kind of get a little mad. I got kind of more mad at their parents, but I obviously didn't say anything. They were not sitting in their seats they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be in row seven. They sat down where they weren't supposed to be. So, Tyler, we were supposed to have that whole row to ourselves, and no one was supposed to sit next to me. But all those kids had to sit next to me. And they were poking at me with their stupid little baseball bat sticks. And I had kind of tell them to knock it off. And I was about to, like... They did it one more time. I was going to go up to the dad be like, yo, like, you better chill with it. I'm going to tell security to like get you guys back up where you're supposed to be. Like, I was going to be like a freaking Karen. Like, I didn't want to, I, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to do Ooh. that. But like, if like, you know, if you're doing that, you're not supposed to be like, I'm going to rat you out. Like, like, I don't lay like his time. Cause like, I don't care if you like move up or whatever. Like, I'll be mad, but just don't be an, just don't be an a-hole. Like, you know, oh, I know, like, I just know. don't be like, like, like we kind of saw that at the opening day where, like, there was like, you saw there was like those two guys who kind of went who, like, got into that section and sat in front of us, but they were cool, so like, it was like, I didn't care really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, yeah. um, hey, Matt, what's up? But, uh, but, 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 you know, but they I were, yeah, but let, let me just finish, but then, so, so that, so I'm like. So I'm like, can we have it? I'm like, no. And then my friends were like, yeah, good. Like, if you were, and, and my friends were like, yeah, dude, if you were gonna start like booing you or something, like we were gonna back you up because that's just not like, why would you give that up? Like, it's you have every right to keep the ball. Like you caught the ball. Like, and it's like, and, and I know, exactly. like, and, and I get it. Like, obviously, right, you want to give it to the kids to make it an experience, but like, you have to understand something, like us who are like young adults or even adults in general, like who catches baseballs, like we're also fans too. Like, this is also kind of. Like, we wish we would have had this when we were little kids, but obviously, you know, sometimes you don't get to do this when you're a little kid and stuff like that. So, like, like mm-hmm. I'm going to like I'm gonna keep the ball. So, I have it. It's up in my room. I put it in my little uh, little baseball case. I had an extra one, thank God, and it's up there, there right go. now. So, you know, I, I enjoyed it, and it was a freaking, it was a slug fest and a half. So, it was a, it was a, it was yeah, a, it was a great, yeah, it was a great, it was a great day overall, but yeah, that was the kind of, that was the backstory of what happened with the whole, uh, Aaron Judge souvenir. Dom, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, Anthony, I'm going to defend you on that easily because it's not a required rule to give it to a kid, let alone kids that are poking you with their little baseball sticks and just being, you know, very annoying and obnoxious. If I, if, if Manny Machado threw me a baseball and just chucked it right to me, you bet I am keeping that, and I am literally not just keeping it, I'm locking it in my glove and, like, putting it in my chest so, like, no one tries strapping it out of my hands. Like, yeah. eh, that's what you got to do. We're still, like, you, you said it best, we're still great fans of this game. If yeah. we get a baseball or a baseball bat or something, we can keep it just as much as we want. Come on. Hey, back yeah. to what Anthony was saying about the um, people going in the seats, right, like sneaking right. into those rows. Yeah, you know, I was. I took a little quick business trip to Tampa for the Eastern Conference Finals Game well, Six. Uh, I took a little quick stroll back back home to Tampa, and because I wanted to see that clincher, and the and I spent a lot of money on a ticket to, to go there, a lot, to where I'm not comfortable saying the number. But the people there, but it was it was good seats to where people were sneaking in these rows in front of me. Like the whole game was just kids trying to get in these rows during the intermissions when they're empty. And the and the people guarding the rows just mm-hmm. had to keep watching and checking for tickets. It was unreal. 
Remember, I know this wasn't in the playoffs, but remember when we went to go see the Rangers beat the Lightning? Yeah, I'm going to say that. Uh, March 19th. Let me yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> right, Jim? Um, I'll, take, I'll yeah. take the two playoff wins that I saw yeah, over I know, those two losses. Any day of the freaking week, man. But I remember, it's just crazy. Like, I feel like people are a different breed when they go to games now, no matter what age. Because when we were there, that security guard had to keep telling kids to get off the glass railing and stuff and to stay oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah it's something else, man. It's it's bad because, and I know Tommy, you know this. Like when we when we've gone to the games, like there's really no security, really. Like where where it used to be, at least when I remember before COVID, like 2019, there was always an usher at the at, at each kind of at, at each kind of post. And and when I went to the game opening day with you, I expected someone to be there in the hundred level sites because those are still a lot of money to sit in those seats, but there was nobody there. So anyone can kind of walk up unless you got caught or unless someone kind of ratted you out. So that's kind of where I kind of, I'm like, you know, like as much as I'm like, you know, if you have the opportunity or it's like late in the game, like go in there, like, cause I, I can, I can give, I can give two shits, but it's like, like you said, like it's, it's, un, it's unfair to the people who pay those kind of seats uh, to sit there. And then you have people who just kind of wander in and, and get them and kind of, um, you know, get a free ride. It was like almost like that White Sox game I went to, where three, three different sections, but us got ejected because they were being re- outlandish and out of control. And like I said, those people weren't supposed to sit there. I had one guy behind me tell me, say to the guard, "Oh, my mom has my tickets. This is 2022. Your tickets yeah. are on your freaking mobile phone, dude. Like, how the hell did you get in if your mom gave you the ticket? So, or your mom has your ticket. Like, it doesn't make any sense." So it's just like, oh, yeah. like I feel like I don't know. It's like they, at least like there needs to be primal security and like premium seating, like the Delta Suite. Like we won't have any issues there because you have to like go through all that security to even get in there. And I don't think, and I don't care where anybody mm-hmm. sits there because you all know that they all pay the same, roughly around the same amount of money to sit in that area. So it really doesn't matter really where you sit there. Yeah, I'll be back at Yankee Stadium once this playoff runs over for hockey. I'll be mm-hmm. I'll be back at Yankee Stadium quite a lot during the summer. So that's uh, I'm really looking forward to to that. Um, but hopefully we win it all. The Lightning do and get a boat parade out of it. Please, um, that'd be uh, that's that's the first thing. Um, all right, well let's get to the Yankees. After all that, Trevino's a legend. Carpenter, I mean I call Nestor and uh, Nestor and Matt Carpenter are like um, like Luigi and, uh, and Mario. And Mario. I'm loving it. it. Looks, you know. With those two rocking the stash, the next time we go to a game, I am like really thinking of just shaving everything but the stash too. Oh my god, just to mock them, or just to mimic them? I mean, yeah, nasty Nestor, Matt Carpenter. Oh man, that's serving a... you RBIs since well, 2022. How about Carpenter? I mean, this is a guy that you know was dropped from the Rangers minor league organization, mind you, and mm. we'll get to the Rangers a little bit momentarily. Mm-hmm. But this is a team that dropped him with a 162 batting average. Comes to the Yankees, and we said we did a whole podcast on why we think the Yankees signed um, on signed Carpenter. He comes in, he has like six holes. All his base hits are home runs. He's got some RBIs. He looks really freaking good. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't know what it is. I, I, he's just shining in the spotlight right now, and it look and it's really awesome. Uh, I've always liked Carpenter. I actually saw him homer when he was a Cardinal against right, the Phillies. Um, listen, it's the no batting gloves, baby. Love it. Old school, beautiful lefty swing. He's just feeling it right now. He's helping the Yankees, just like Trevino has been. In fact, did you guys hear about that walk-off to where 
I think Trevino told his son that he was going to do something special. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He did later that something night. Something like that. Trevino's yeah. been absolutely phenomenal because Higashioka has not had the same like he has in spring training mm-hmm. stats. Um, yeah, the two guys, you got to give the Yankees a lot of credit here, and that's why I'm wearing the hat today. Got it, purchased it on Amazon. Looks really fresh. You You're go. welcome, boys. Jeff, don't hate me for too long. Um, and so, <laughs> Wait, why would he hate you? Because I'm going to beat him in fantasy this week. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, I lose big. Um, but the Yankees, <laughs> it's the good things. I got two things to mention. Uh, I'll try and be quick with it. They have a lot of depth that I did not expect with them when the offense. Yeah. And the fact that they're pitching, I'm going to knock on wood here, is knock being insanely good and healthy. The H word, healthy. Um, Severino's been absolutely out of his mind, cracked, and everything like it. So the Yankees are just clicking, and it's very impressive. I'm very shocked. But the starting pitching is why the bullpen's doing so well. Let's keep that in mind, too. Because if the starting pitching keeps going long, seven innings, six innings starts consistently, mm-hmm. you're gonna, and that's based on performance. They can do that all season as long as they perform well. Yep. It's not going to come down. Oh, yeah. As long as they as long as they continue to pitch well, the bullpen can just keep doing their thing, putting right. up what, what point one ERAs, point or one one point two ERAs, something ridiculous. Right. You know, and that's and that's what they can continue doing, and it's it's fun to watch. You know, you gotta love the Yankees, but we gotta move on, guys. The um, the Angels finally snap a losing streak. It's funny, the Angels and the Phillies both fire their managers. Losing streak goes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Phillies went on some hot run after they fired Girardi. I don't know where that came from. But the Angels finally snapped their losing streak. Uh, Jared Walsh hit for the cycle. Um, Jeff, what do we know more about um, Joe Madden on, and his uh, departure from the Angels? Yeah, it, it it's actually kind of a sad story. Okay. So Joe Madden, um, when they were on, I think it was like game nine of their losing streak, Joe Madden went and got a mohawk in order to show up in the clubhouse and surprise his guys, you know, try and lighten up the mood a little bit and as a, hey, we're going to break it today, you know, I got a mohawk kind of thing, you know, just to try and lighten the mood a little bit and get them out of that funk. Before he can even show up to the clubhouse, he gets told by Angel's front office that he's being released from his job. Mm, so a bad haircut and bad timing. I know. It's yeah. Yeah, re- really kind of sad and you gotta kind of feel for Joe Madden because it's really not Madden's fault the for kind sure. of team that the team that he's been given the injuries that he's had year after year especially with Trout you for know sure. that that's not that's not his fault that Trout's a little susceptible to injuries right now you know it's not his fault um I, I think it's a similar situation to Girardi mm-hmm. absolutely know, only I think more so with Madden well, they spend a lot of money, the Angels did. And we talked about that last week. They spend a lot of money. Um, you know, this it's not like they turned to the Phillies where it was like a 10-game winning streak or 9-game, something crazy the Phillies did, right, after they fired Girardi. They're not on some crazy streak after they fired Madden. They're still, they're still kind of rocking, you know, more losses than wins. Correct, Jeff? Oh, yeah. I think, I think they're third in the division now, actually. I think Texas, uh, of all teams came out uh, to take second place in that division. Can they really? Can Texas sustain what they're doing? They're one of the better extra inning teams in, in baseball right now. They look really good on in past the ninth. Can Texas sustain this this run? No, I I don't think so for, for two reasons. One, they've got to play the Astros a lot. As much as we love to 
love to hate the Astros. Actually, hate to hate the Astros. Everyone just hates them. As much yeah. as we hate them, they are the clear dominant team in the AL West. Not the AL anymore. That's the Yankees, thank God. But <laughs> still, still the dominant team in the AL West. And two, like you're saying, yeah, they're good in the extra innings because their offense is good. But what's that going to do for their pitching? You know, their pitchers are having to go all these extra innings. You know, eventually it's going to catch up to them. We we always talk about that with the Yankees, you know. When your starters have bad length and your bullpen has to come in and save you, it doesn't matter how good your bullpen is, they're going to tire out eventually somewhere down the line. And Texas wasn't really known for their pitching coming into the season. It was their offense that was supposed to carry them. So eventually, you know, something's got to give. Either that pitching staff is going to falter just from sheer exhaustion or the offense is going to hit a tough, is going to hit a snag on the road in the worst time possible. Yeah, I, I you know, this is a team I, I thought could maybe, con- this is a thought I maybe, I, this is a team I may considered maybe that something that can continue it because of, you know, Semyon, because of Seeger, you know, those kind of guys, right? Those are the guys that you really can rely on. And I thought, you know, that's a good, that's a good, uh, you know, don't, do they go back to back or no? In the lineup, I don't think so, right? I think Seager's third, Semyon's bats first. Okay. Oh yeah, Semyon has a leadoff, isn't he? Maybe Garcia bats second. Yeah, I gotta double check. It's not on a that. terrible team. I didn't think so. It's not. They just, well, Seager's actually off to a pretty cold start. Semyon's off to a very cold start. Yeah. Um, I know he had that big game, but still, I mean, Texas, eh? They look good on paper, just especially their pitching sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Astros' world in that division. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's um that's tough. But yeah, I mean that's that's the Astros' division to win. I mean at this point, right? And uh, you know the Yankees look really solid too. But thank, fortunately, the Yankees like the like like Jeff said, they're top in the AL and mm-hmm. top in baseball. Um, which Ben Verlander probably will disagree. He'll have the Astros as number one, or the Dodgers as number one, or something by next week. The Dodgers in the in the recent uh, rankings, they actually fell out the top five. Good, they deserve to. It's been great. They don't deserve oh, yeah. to be in the top five at all. Oh, I, I never I thought agree. they belong there. Completely. No, they they don't have the team that they don't have the kind of team that even they're they're way worse than last year. Just saying. They are because. Oh, yeah. The Padres have no Tatis, and they're tied with the basically the same record as the Padres. Well, let's get to that. Game. Let's get to that because Anthony sent me something interesting on the um, about Tatis, and I didn't realize this. I know you didn't care much when I told you the news. Mm-hmm. Dom's sitting here very comfortable right now. Right. When I told Dom the news that Tatis's injury could be set back, Dom Dom's like, "Who cares? Like, we, we're we're playing this well without him. Like, right? Look, I mean, you Darvish did eight innings." <laughs> It's true. I, I it's mean, true. Our pitching's the, nasty. I mean, the only the only reason why I kind of like say like this is like it's great that you guys are staying afloat and it's a good thing because um, you know, like he's your star player and it's like kind of like you know, it's like when your star player goes down, it's like does everything else follow suit? And luckily, you guys have another superstar in Manny Machado who's putting up an MVP type season, and you know, you Darvis, like you said, is absolutely shoving the baseball um, and dominating. You know, we saw him warm up. Uh, for the Cubs while there was a tornado warning happening. And he's just like, I don't care. I'm still going to do what I got to yep. do. And he absolutely dealed. But I, I said this before, like even when during the summer when, you know, 
you know, the CBA agreement was, you know, at a standstill and there were stuff happening with Tatis about like his injury and his accent. Like, like he has to stop, like he had to stop being reckless. And I think he's unfortunately paying the consequences of, 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 um, taking for granted of how young he is and how fast he can think he can recover from injuries. Because, you know, when you're young, you can recover from injuries a lot faster than when you're older. And Mm -hmm. this is something that is from, from a Padres fan and from an organization standpoint from like the long term this is like concerning because like you thought that he'd be back by now or in a couple weeks or by by july and by august yeah, i mean I thought by could, july. yeah so now you're thinking all right so august you got to hold down the fort for an extra month and a half two months like is concerning and will he play this season like it's like from that point and it's also like you're just wasting a lot of money at this point i don't know when the contract kicks in but like it's a lot of money I get it, man. I get it. I just have to stay confident. The offense is starting to finally click too. That's that was my biggest concern, right? Uh, besides Machado and Hosmer off to a very hot start, the team wasn't hitting. They weren't. They don't have the best slugging, even though Luke Voigt's actually been hitting shots. He's actually been hitting now too. Uh, just this team, they got to keep doing what they do, especially on the pitching wise. Defensively, they don't make a lot of miscues and errors. Um, I'm very impressed with Bob Melvin. The bullpen's been a little erratic at times. Uh, that is sus. But otherwise, nothing can be perfect. And they just got to keep their heads up, keep playing. That they're, It's a team game. That's the beauty. I know Tatis is an energizer and the spark plug, but it, it is a team effort at the end of the day. And uh, with it, once Tatis comes back, hopefully it's for a very good push. And then next thing you know, we're in the playoffs looking forward. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, So you're not concerned at all? Nope. It's not, you know, a big deal. But it, what about the finan- it, What about the financial aspect? Yeah. He has a fourteen-year deal. He's getting paid right. a, you know, crap ton of money. I love that he's young and he's getting this. But yes, with the injuries and everything, he's going to have to learn. I like that Bob Melvin is going to be under the helm now, rather than Jace Tingler, telling him this kind of stuff. When Melvin had to speak, he was fantastic with his delivery about Tatis, not bashing him, but also getting to the point on the the situation. So. Uh, I'm not nervous. I think Tatis is going to have to understand, and Bob Melvin will sit down, maybe even Manny Machado, to have a talk with him. I'm not nervous. The money, yeah, it's a big contract, but he's young. Yeah, this is going to happen. It is a big uh, risk, but that's what you do in sports. That's what you do in life, man. You take risk. Yeah, and that's and the Padres certainly are not in need to risk Tatis' Tatis's health right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... That's certainly what they're hoping on. They're hoping for right now. Again, they're tied with the Dodgers for the NL West. Um, they look really good right now. They just beat the Cubs, as you said. So you know, it's a pretty, pretty good team. Like you, you and I were talking before the show. Like bullpen looks good. The the pitching is good. You mentioned Darvish. The the Musgrove's been Cy Young winner material. Think so yep. in the NL? Yep, easy. Musgrove, yeah, okay. I mean, they're. I mean, what they're. What are they right now? Their last ten, Dom. They're oh seven and three. Yeah, that's pretty good. If this I mean, team was like, sorry, Jeff. If this team was like five hundred and they were like twenty nine and twenty nine, I'd be nervous when Tatis news came out. But the fact that they're what thirty eight and twenty four with the Dodgers, yeah, come on, you can't beat that. That's incredible, man. And the Giants are three three back, so you yeah. got a little bit of a yeah. yeah tiny cushion. Well, they helped us with the whole Dodgers situation just recently. They so did. That was good. That they did. Good. So that was, um, yeah. The Dodgers are, on the other hand, are four and six in their last ten too. Mm-hmm. So you got a little bit of a, uh, 
a little bit of a boost there, and they're also on a three-game losing streak. You guys are picking it up. But, you know, that's um, that's really awesome. But, hey, look, the power rank is going to come out. Dodgers will be the best team in baseball, according to Ben Verlander. So yeah. we'll see when that comes out. And uh, we'll, we'll dog it again on Twitter like we always do. Um, that's at Swing, Swing Twig, by the way, on Twitter, if you want to interact with us there. Um, Jeff, want to go over the fantasy scores for uh, this past week and what we got for this coming week? Yep, I will. Uh, before I do yeah. that, though, shout out to Paul, to Paul Goldschmidt. So far, he's had three home runs today. Granted, it's a against the Pirates, at, who have lo- who have dropped their last seven straight, and B, it's on a double header day. But still, he's hit three home runs in a day. Ooh, this guy's not stopping. Now, is he is he in the running for NL MVP right now? He yes. ought to be. Yeah, he I is right now. I think you have to put yeah. him in contention. I, I think he's leading it right now. Oh, uh, no. Dang it. I thought Judge got one. But no, like he, I think it's like him and Machado are like neck and neck for the MVP right now. Because 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 Goldsmith's okay. just on a whole yeah. run tear and Machado's been kind of consistent the whole way through. So it's like it's gonna they're going to mm-hmm. duke it out this whole summer, the two of them. That's that's good then. Yeah. What about the AL MVP besides Judge? Who's closest to Judge? You think? No one. <laughs> no one. Judge has to be the favorite still. Yeah. He is the yeah, favorite. Not that I can think of right now. I mean, I mean, it was. I mean, he it was. I mean, because you know, based on what I saw from FanDuel, was it was Judge, then it was Otani and Trout, and you know, the Angels were on that absolute horrific, horrific blunder. Trout went 0 of 23 during that span, so he kind of kind of shot himself in the foot and Otani's not doing what he did last year so he really shouldn't get it again um and also I just read something um recently that is not good for Angels fans and this is a, a quote where according on Fox he said I just want to play somewhere where I don't have to wait 14 games in between wins that's Who's not good Otani uh, said it on his future with the Angels so well, I mean, I can't blame him. I I know, but 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 like but like, hey, like you're the you're you're as much of a star as Trout is. You need to you need to be a leader and kind of rally the troops. As much as Trout right. has has a responsibility, you do too. That's just how it is. Like as much, I, mean, I don't see I don't see Trout complaining like that. Too. Yeah, I don't see Trout saying right. that stuff he's either. Be limited. Mm-hmm. Trout's kind of used to it too at this point. All right, so if you want to, not that we promote sports books, we're not going to do that right now, but the AL MVP, if you want to bet on the AL MVP, Aaron Judge is plus 115 right now on FanDuel, and you can get comparable odds on other books. So he is plus money right now. That sounds a little interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds tempting to me. Because, um, I mean, like Anthony said, like Otani and Trout are the next two closest, and he made a very fair case against that. Why, at the moment, they don't look good to win. Um, yeah, yeah, I think if Judge stays healthy, there's no way yeah, he's losing that. Yeah, if he stays healthy, it's his. And I'm just pissed I didn't take that straight up when I took it in April at plus 2,000. Fucking idiot I am. It's whatever, though. You can still get in on it right now for plus money if you want I'm, to. Uh, at this point, I'm just going to ride my other thing out. And and, 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 and just to check, let's, let's just see where my cash out would be. Because if I got your Dom, your boy Machado has got to like just go on a tear this summer. I swear to God, I better not hear you say he's slumping. 
<laughs> I, I, I pick I because I, I said this man was gonna win NL MVP. I should have just done I should have just done I should have done three batches. I should have done two individuals with those two and then a parlay each. But no, I just did the one. All right, my pie out's at eighty four dollars right now. <sighs> and how much did you pay? Six dollars. What was Still six dollars and you can cash out for eighty four? Yeah, but the buyout's twenty one thousand. That's good. Yeah, Judge at the time was plus 2,200. Machado was 3,500 when I took the bet. Wow. Hey, I'm I mean, Machado was that steep. I mean, it's a good cash out Anthony has. Yeah. Yeah, That's I mean, I, 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 well, I profit I mean, big time, so, but we'll see. Oh, he's, def he's definitely profiting big time as long. Did you cash out yet? No, right? No, because oh, no. I want to, because the thing is, is that, like, Bobby Wood Jr. is the X Factor, because, like, He's like he's kind of struggling, but like so is Pena and Rodriguez, and those are the two guys he's kind of duking it out for Rookie of the Year. Okay. Just just ju just put a, just put a hundred dollars on the next top ten guys in each league. You're bound to win money eventually. Oh my God! Je no no no! We're not, we're not, we're not, no no! No gambling advice! No gambling advice! <laughs> <laughs> we do not endorse Jeff's comments. <laughs> I don't endorse my comments either. It's okay. <laughs> mm. Okay, okay. All right, Bobby. All right, Bobby Witt hitting 244, eight home runs, 31 RBIs, 10 stolen bases. All right, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of doing well. And Jeremy Pena. Brought to you by Live Sports Traders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's classic. Well, I mean, if that's all you guys have for this week, um, we'll be back here on Thursday. We didn't put uh, up. We got the fantasy update. We didn't do the fantasy that. update. Did no, we? I didn't because we started talking about the bet. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I kind of forget who played who last week, but both myself and Dom won last week. I played um, Anthony. Yep, you played Anthony and I played Tommy. And what we was both the final scores? Anthony lost uh, seven straight. Well, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the scores are. Um, could probably okay. go back somewhere and check it, but I, I don't think either one was exactly close. <laughs> Let's see if I can. That's a nice it. way to, to say it. <laughs> I, think I think you know Tommy. I think What, Jeff? I think we were like ninety points or something differential, something like that. I got I don't it. Know what? Okay. There you go. I hate okay, that. so I beat Anthony three seventy to three fifteen. Okay. And then oh my gosh. Jeff, you beat Tommy four twenty six to three oh six. Eh. Why? He beat me by like what, fifteen points almost? No. Eight what, a hundred eight points? Hundred yeah. hundred eighteen. Like that. Yeah. Hundred and eighteen points. Jeff and I are seven and Five two looking right. crispy and you and uh Anthony are two and seven. <sighs> Come well, on. hey, someone, hey, someone's gonna break the tie this week. You two are playing each other, <laughs> and right now, right now, Tommy is up on Anthony, seventy-two to sixty, and right now it's uh, the slugfest. Me and Dom, Dom is up one ten to fifty-three. <laughs> I love the fact that whenever Anthony and I play each other, and we have these like kind of these low scores, Dom and Jeff just go ballistic and have like three hundred points in their weekly matchups. We are just and I also have the most points for and against like like to where like the best differential. You the best uh, yeah. We uh, Jeff, we are slugging maniacs. That's what I can respect. I love it. So if you beat me in the playoffs, I am rooting for you. <laughs> yep. 
You don't from have one to root for me. To another. You don't have to root for me. It's gonna be either one of us. Oh, yeah. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be uh, something else. Um, all right. If that's all we have for this week, we'll be back here uh, Friday, uh, Friday morning. And we didn't get one up on on last Friday, and that was uh, we had a lot of guys busy and stuff like that. We did post the free pick of the week. That unfortunately fell. Um, the Blue Jays um, were a loser, but that's all good. Free picks are still five and four, so we'll get cranking on those. Jeff will work a little bit harder than he does now, and um, we will get going on that on Friday. Promise you that. Um, so if that's all we have, is that it, guys? That's all I got. All righty. So we will see you on Friday. Have a great week, everybody. And see you then. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at swingthetwigpod, or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.